You are listening to If We Were Writing, a feisty triathlon-ish podcast. I'm Kelly O'Mara, and together with Sarah True, we head up a weekly group ride where we dish on all triathlon news and everything else-ish we want to talk about. We're joined regularly by Khadija Diggs and Jocelyn Wong-Neal, and Laura Sidal does her Sid Talk segment updating you on everything you need to know from the weekend. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If We Were Writing is a production of Live Feisty Media. Join us on our group ride. All right, if we were writing crew, back in action. Sarah is mostly sort of revived, except not really. Ah, I'm 80% there, which is good. I'm not hacking up my lungs at the moment, so we're good to go. Um, I'll probably go to bed straight from here. But yeah, you know, tis the season for lots of viruses spreading among everyone. Share the love. <laughs> <laughs> don't I feel like it should be like a hashtag don't share the love yeah hashtag don't <laughs> please don't <laughs> yeah it, we're we're actually back uh wearing masks when for uh patient interaction at the hospital oh so I yeah. definitely would do it and it's like one of the things where like I don't know if I'm like ever totally gonna go back to not doing it in like hospitals and pharmacies and like trains and planes you know what I mean like restaurant like you, you know what I'm saying like the high risk situations yeah like but when you when you get the mandate from the top down where they're like yeah it's not an option for you all anybody who's like affiliated with us gotta gotta wear a mask like yeah it's that time of year they can't afford everybody like you dropping out all the time getting sick all the time no they need you at your best sarah i mean i am an untrained student so (laughs) not me but everybody else everybody else I'm pretty expendable. <laughs> if, if the if the trained people all get sick, you're gonna have to step it up. Right. Yeah, that's, that's true. why they need masks so that Sarah doesn't have to take over. <laughs> the last one standing. <laughs> uh, we did have a couple of people get sick at endurance exchange. Or a couple of people that I was with come out because I mean your odds were not not great. And Khadija, you did you even end up coming because your run got canceled? No, that was I was coming strictly for the run to support the run and then it got canceled bummer that was the only reason you were gonna go yeah Zsa is a really good friend of mine and and, you know whenever she has an event I always go up there and since she lets me park in her driveway so (laughs) (laughs) I would say that's a sign of a really good friend Really, yeah, she is a good. Friend. I was texting with Khadija though, and I was like, We're, I was like, We're gonna come. Where is it? And then she's like, It got moved to 6 a.m. And then I was like, Dot, 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 we might come. And then it got moved again, <laughs> and then it was like raining, and it was like, Oh, oh well, yeah. So. I feel like I should tell people too. Our like, I told everyone to come to our live podcast, and that also got canceled because like one of the athletes got sick, one had a family member get sick, one had like a flight get canceled. It was just like a whole mess, and it was like, You know what. Yeah. You you didn't want to be a one woman podcast. Right. You didn't want like me and and Sarah Sarah old Sarah Sarah OG whatever we're calling her just like standing up there on a stage making things up. Yeah, I mean that that would have been fun. <laughs> I think you wished that we were there though. Right, it would have been better then. But how would there. that be any different from vast majority of podcasts? <laughs> Well, yeah. yeah, fair. But like people paid to come to Endurance Exchange. So I think they expect more, you know? I don't know. I feel like you and Sarah could make it worth their while. But oh, well. Oh, well. I will tell you on that note, like oh, the panel, 
or there was like a talk on like how to attract women or something like barriers to women's participation. And I guess the person had like a really like a really last minute, like super bad emergency. And like basically didn't tell anyone they were coming, like didn't make their flight and like didn't tell anyone they were coming to like minutes before. And we were like, well, if you could have even given me 30 minutes, I me and Sarah could have pulled that off in like, oh, for sure. No time. Yeah. So I should do an ad hoc women's participation panel. We could have brought we could have brought Khadija in out of her van. <laughs> you could have filmed it from the van. <laughs> yes, exactly. So so let me let me just give me a minute. So that particular segment was called How to Attract Women. No, no, I'm paraphrasing. Oh, okay. I'm paraphrasing. No, 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 no. I'm just checking because no, it had some conferency title like overcoming barrier obstacles and barriers in female participation and okay. right like it had some super long conference title but I was summing basically up, yeah. what it meant how to attract more women yeah that's what yeah. I mean you might have yeah. got more hits with the other title sure. but I was just checking no we try to make I feel like conferences this is a state like I work at the NPR station too sometimes right and you're like I feel like sometimes people try to make their things sound as boring as possible they're like overcoming barriers and systemic obstacles to female participation trends as a demographic when encountering <laughs> right like and you're like what, what? it's because they're trying yeah. to sound like they're a serious legitimate talk not like a clickbait article yeah right. it's not a thesis statement yeah <laughs> get over yourself but it was it's it was how to attract statement. women it's that was the actual <laughs> yeah i feel i feel like fights and media could do a good job of Right. Three, if they'd given us, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. They that. let us know like er, like an hour earlier. We could have been like, yeah, we could have pulled it off. Lost opportunity, endurance exchange. I know. I know. I keep trying to like throw to a commercial and you guys keep interrupting me. So I keep being like, after this break. Um, so now that we have Sarah back, she's going to share what she's looking forward to this week. Jocelyn's going to explain her controversy of the week. And we're all going to talk about how our New Year's resolutions and uh, training, you know, week one is going after this break. Iron Women is excited to announce a new partnership with Bicycle, the largest global marketplace for pre-owned bikes. With more than 20,000 pre-owned and refurbished road, gravel, mountain, and triathlon bikes available, Bicycle connects buyers and sellers on a global scale and makes the process of buying and selling bikes safe, easy, and convenient for riders. We all know there are plenty of marketplaces and classified sites out there, but what sets Bicycle apart is their guaranteed buyer protection, secure payments, simple shipping, and first-class customer service. Additionally, when you sell a bike, Bicycle provides a bike box directly to your door and coordinates pickup at a time that works best for your schedule. That kind of service has me swayed, and I'm cleaning up one of my old race bikes to sell on Bicycle right now. For a limited time, you can save up to $100 on your purchase at Bicycle by entering the code FEISTYTRY, all caps and one word, at checkout. That's code FEISTYTRY at Bicycle.com. B-U-Y-C-Y-C-L-E dot com. I'm personally very excited to have Precision Fuel and Hydration signing on as a Feisty Try sponsor, mostly because of their commitment to education and making sure all the women lining up for triathlons this year have all the information you need to fuel your races. Like women uh, often underfuel, and they more typically complain about gel consistency. I know I do. 
uh, which is why I personally really love the light and easy to get down precision gels, which still have 30 grams of carbohydrates. Precision Fuel and Hydration has also recently signed on as the official hydration partner for Ironman races in Europe, which means that the PF1000 electrolyte mix will be on course at all European races this summer for the bike and run. The 1000 mix delivers 1000 milligrams of sodium per liter or about 500 milligrams per 16 ounce water bottle, which is about the average sodium sweat concentration across thousands of sweat tests they've done on triathletes. And because it's a low calorie drink, it also lets you decouple your fueling and your hydration that can be helpful, you know, when there are so many different factors to keep track of in Ironman races. But the most important thing is testing it all for yourself, which is why you can use Precision's sweat testing spreadsheet to do your own testing and calculate your own sweat loss. And I know that can sound intimidating. I, I felt like that too, but it's really super manageable when you enter your numbers into their formula. And then you can book your own totally free consultation with their sports scientists like no sales necessary. Um, you can find a wealth of information, all of this in their Precision Knowledge Hub, and you can test out their gels, drink mixes, electrolyte pills, and the specially formulated flow gel, which is made exactly for how people fuel in long course triathlon. It's like really handy. Get 15% off your first order with the code FTP15. That's FTP like Feisty Try Podcast and the number one five, or, you know, like functional threshold power. FTP15 at pfandh.com. All right, Alyssa, I'm like starting to swim more again. And I feel like you were swimming a lot last year with, oh, with one water. And how did you keep your hair from getting so destroyed? I was swimming so much last year. And I used to try hard, Kelly, and I still swear by it. They have extensively researched this problem and created a superior vegan, dermatologically tested proprietary blend. TryHard has shampoo, conditioner, body wash, and more stuff. Everything you're going to need for your pre and post swim necessities. I've also seen that top pros like Chelsea Sodaro and Lucy Charles Barkley also praise the effectiveness of TryHard. I think it's like definitely changed how good I feel just coming out of chlorine. And we have a code right now, too, for anyone who wants to try, you know, try, try hard and stop suffering from dry, itchy skin, having their hair get all, you know, green, which happens to me because mine's like super blonde and get all beat up. You can try any of the try hard products with the code 20 feisty. That's two zero feisty for 20 percent off store wide at tryhard.co. So that's 20 feisty for 20 percent off at tryhard.co. I feel should we just start with Jocelyn's controversy of the week? Yes. Like let her tackle it. Obviously, it's been a while. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, this is a call back to when we discussed the Malibu triathlon and how what's his name? Something Epstein. Yeah, I feel like that's like not that Epstein. Totally unrelated Epstein. Yeah. But also <laughs> okay, a, a yeah. also a sketchy <laughs> Epstein. <laughs> So remember, he sold the rights to Malibu Triathlon to Super League for like lots of money. An undisclosed sum. But we're thinking lots. <laughs> lots of money. Lots of money. And then he decided that he was going to uh, 
start his own race called the Zuma Triathlon, also in Malibu, mm-hmm. and didn't tell them they there's like only one permit for one triathlon in Malibu. There's also one permit for one running event. Um, he secured the Malibu permit. <laughs> so he sold the rights to this race that, and then took the permit and... <laughs> So, like, I was talking to a race director at this conference, and, like, permits are obvious. Like, when you sell a race, like, permits are – because permits almost never go beyond a year, right? So, so when someone buys a race, they want some kind of guarantee, typically, that, like, you know, the mayor is going to keep – so you often, if it's a big race, they'll, like, meet with the mayor, right? Like, when someone buys a race, they'll, like – they want to feel, like, you know, there's some continuity, some guarantee. So it's, like, kind of crazy to me that that Super League got backdoored on this. That feels like like, hmm. Yeah, they didn't. Someone do, didn't do their due diligence. Due diligence. Yeah. 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 And but at the same time, I feel like this guy kind of took advantage of their naivete, and it's sketchy as hell to then be like, ha ha ha, I'm gonna get this permit. And then just make another race, call it something different. But really, it's that race that I just. It's sold called to you. like the Zuma Beach Triathlon in Malibu or something like that. It's like, yeah, yeah. So, okay, going back, why is there only one permit? Well, no, so Malibu just has restrictions, like the town okay. of, right? Has restrictions mm-hmm. on the number of events it permits in a year. Like lots of towns do, or lots of small towns, right? Okay. And it's just that Malibu is obviously a high profile location as opposed to like a regular small town that has like 20,000 people. And so they have a limited number of permits they give out. They had, they so they had all these city council meetings. You could have watched the whole city council meeting on like Monday or whatever it was. And they even said like they prefer a local operator and like, and they really preferred that this guy was like, I mean, Super League also raised a bunch of money for charity. They also have some deal with like the Children's Hospital of LA, but they were, they just, they got sold. They got sold on it, you know. So who, and by sold, you mean scammed. Whose side are we on in this? I should feel bad for Super League, but I also think there's no way this guy isn't getting taken to court, right? Like no way. Okay. Jocelyn has feelings. Definitely legal action. <laughs> it just seems sketchy as hell it's like yeah yeah i just i, I, I don't know i that's guess he's a sketchy is too nice that's just super shady i mean i don't even i can't say this <laughs> on the podcast can't say i know words. there's there's much worse words than what i'm saying that's coming out of my mouth <laughs> or brilliant right. i mean <laughs> make a lot of money for nothing <laughs> Double dipping. (laughs) But I think I also, so I asked Super League about this like a couple weeks ago after we talked about it, Justin. And like they took over the Long Beach Triathlon that USAT had because USAT is getting out of the race directing business. So they were basically like, you know, that's what sort of, they were like, I mean, they said in like off the record and not so many words, whatever that like, that was sort of like, if this goes south, that will be our LA race, right? Then they'll still have like an LA race, Chicago, New York. There's definitely some more coming. I've like heard. So there's going to be like. I bet they paid less record. money for Long Beach. I don't even think they paid because USAT just wanted it to keep lasting. Mm-hmm. And USAT doesn't want to be the race. Okay. Athlete. So maybe Super League is the big winner here. <laughs> You're like, ah. <laughs> I like the Super League races. They're exciting. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that that is so that's really interesting. So Kelly, your impression was that they were hedging that something might go wrong with Malibu? Not like before. Like this is that that deal with USAT was like announced like three weeks ago. Or something, it was right? after like, I think, the permit dispute was already oh, like in action. Got it. I think it, it became it. their backup plan. Um, but I also think that they want to work with USAT. Like I think Super League is working like wants to work you know what i mean i think there's lots of conversations happening at world triathlon and super league level kind of like behind the scenes you know okay but here's a million dollar question Uh uh-huh which race will get the celebrities wow that's a good question the zuma beach foundation of (laughs) malibu (laughs) doesn't really roll Mm -hmm. off the tongue like when people magazines writing about whatever celeb who did a triathlon that's a good question. They were hiring like a year or so ago. Malibu was hiring for a celebrity coordinator for the. Per- they were hiring the job to go and like find the celebrities to do the triathlon. Amazing! I always get such a kick out of that. You know what? Very random question. Kind of, kind of related. Who was the celebrity for Kona this year? Because you know how they always have like the token. Mm. Like the Gordon Ramsay type, like the NFL player. Yeah, wasn't it like yeah. Gordon Ramsay's protege or something? No, Is he I don't actually. A there was he was in Nice. Yeah, but to her point, I don't actually remember there being somebody in Kona. Okay, they didn't pick a handpick a woman. I don't remember. To be I like, can't. This... I... And okay. I watched. They, did, they the, didn't make the, the documentary, thing. guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. they broke so... it into thirty minute blocks and oh for and you i was able to pay attention <laughs> right right people did keep coming up to me and old sarah at endurance exchange and be like i saw you on the thing i was just watching on the treadmill and she kept being like you got through it and i was like stop saying that <laughs> like, <laughs> she's like nobody watches things that long anymore in bite-sized pieces yeah i think if it was like put into like little episodes maybe i would have watched the whole thing but i saw the first hour walked away and then i came back for the end it is it it is in like 30 minutes it's in episodes now they're episodes on youtube so i think it makes more sense that way yeah Mm -hmm. okay but the other thing you guys okay so i want your opinion so the other thing that kept being talked about obviously in endurance exchange is always kind of like what's coming right like it's a lot of coaching coaching education and like a lot so there's a lot of like here's this hot new training platform this new whatever right you know what i'm saying like all the continuous lactate monitors are going to be big within the next two years you know all that and so so it's always like kind of that kind of thing and there are all these trends and numbers and reports and charts about triathlon is back like that was the like numbers for 2023 are back to like pre-covid levels the problem of course is that pre-covid was already like super down from the peak okay mm-hmm. right of like 2012 2013 2014 peak peak so here's my mm-hmm. like do you feel like it's back i'm also like i'm not sure like we're never gonna go back to 2012 2013 i don't even know that we should i don't think it's gonna happen like i don't know so my my big thing is what's the average age i know for iron man the average age keeps going up um and you know my my big concern is you know to, to how do we make this a cool sport to mm-hmm. younger folks like how sure. do we get people in their 20s involved yeah. in triathlon and wanting this to be a lifelong habit like Stop i think talking about lactate monitors well that's... <laughs> well let's let's talk about the pricing so i did my first iron man when i was 20 years old because i was a huge nerd sure 
And it costs $325 for an Iron Man sanctioned event. $325. Full Iron Man. M dot everything. Now how much is it? Isn't it like 900 Yeah. Have some of the halves cost more than 300 Yeah. I mean, last time I looked, like I just signed up. It was like 750 plus, you know, like whatever the active fee says, so like 780 Um, And yeah, half like 350 370 mm-hmm. Depending on the location. I was like, in all fit, like I've, li- like I've looked at the economics of like, like sure, Iron Man's making money and whatever. I'm not saying they're not, but I'm just saying it's a lot more expensive to put on a race now. Like, sure. It just is. Like, and so people, like, I listen to all the people complain about the prices of races. And then, like, they don't realize that, like, the permits cost, the police costs, overtime on police costs, like, the staffing costs. Like, and especially, like, an Ironman race, like, you're not getting, like, a local race, like, sometimes you can get by with, like, they'll do- like the fireman will donate their time. Ironman, like, they're not doing that. Like, that's not, like, that's not happening, right? So it's, like... It's really expensive to put on races now. It is really expensive, but that still is a very obvious barrier to entry for younger folks. But that's that's just Iron Man. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. there are there are other triathlons and there are other, plenty of them that don't cost that much money. I, I just I don't know what the data tell us about the In, so one guy, Sarah, yeah. put up like he had got like all the numbers from USAT and from Athlinks. Because he wanted to, like, look into this whole, like, everyone's, obviously, we've all heard it's because, like, triathlon's getting older, younger people don't want to do triathlon, all that stuff. And so he, like, broke it down, and it was, like, basically, like, the share of people who are triathletes that are under, like, whatever you want to say, 30, has, has actually stayed fairly consistent. Oh, good. Sense. Yeah. Okay. So it's like It's, like, yeah, it's, it's only 22 or 23% right now who are, like, under 35 or wh- however we define but it was only 22 or 23% 20 years ago. Like it's always, like you see what I'm saying? Like there's never been, does that make mm. sense? Like there's never been young people. Like that's like, they never thought it was cool. Like it was never cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they did back in the eighties, but you but there was like a hundred triathletes then. So like, whatever. I would think that with the collegiate triathlon right. booming, that there would be more, more younger kids or collegiate age at least. Yeah. It's also, like, possible some of the college-age kids, like, don't get fully captured because those they do, like, set. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they don't – it's not like they're doing, like, 70 points, right? They're not showing up at, like, all the races that we show up to. They have, like, their own races they do. Yeah. So. Yeah. But you have to look at, too, even if you're just doing Olympic distance and sprint distance, triathlon training is time-consuming. And I, I – and even, even if you're on an athletic scholarship – I don't know what the requirements are now, but I know the university I went to, even on an athletic scholarship, you had to keep a 2-7. And a lot of kids who are athletes, they're on like dual academic um, athletic scholarships. They kind of split it up. And Mm -hmm. if you're on a dual, you have to maintain a 3.0. So if I'm a swimmer or a runner or whatever, I'm going to do the one that's least time intensive. Yeah, I, I I think that's, I mean, for when it comes to, you know, collegiate participation and then just the cost. I mean, just, you were just talking about, I mean, lactate mm-hmm. monitors, garments, heart rate monitors, all this other kind of stuff. I mean, that's, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. It definitely is. Um, the one, th- oh, I know that made me think of something. The other th- the thing they did find to is that, you know, this whole, like, what do younger people want? Mm-hmm. 
they uh there's some sense and i don't know how much we can back this up with data yet but there's some sense that they want more like experiential you know what i'm saying like they want like the the festival and the doing it with friends and the experience and all that sport i don't know i mean I, i'm like still like you can't just call it a festival and make yeah. like like just saying the word festival doesn't make it a festival is this like more like uh, Spartan? Yeah, well, not like because Spartan went away because like who wants to do that shit in COVID oh. times, right? But like <laughs> the, the 2024 version of right, right. Spartan or the color, color run, run yeah, right. or yeah. any one of those like kind of trendy things. Right. My son loves those Spartan races. Yeah, oh, I yeah. love them too. I mean, they're like you know shooting whatever confetti yeah. and stuff when they cross the finish line and all kinds of crazy stuff where's the confetti <laughs> we yes, there yeah. you go. we need more confetti i love this race, but yeah so that's the idea is that like the the kids the kids being like 27 year olds but like they want <laughs> you know they want music and activities and all for the gram they need more right. grammable like, right you, if, if, uh... if you can't get like cool pictures it's not worth it yeah yeah but I, 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 I've, and I've said this before, I think multi-sport festivals are the yeah. way to go. People are, I mean, people want the challenge of the 73s and the Ironmans, but just in general, I think for families and groups of friends to go out and camp or do whatever and do a bunch of races over the course of the weekend. And like you said, take a bunch of pictures and you know, video each other. That's what they're looking for. The multi-sport festivals are, are a lot of fun. And I always see a huge age range of people. I see down, you know, kids seven or eight doing their first little thing all the way up to, you know, 80 year olds, you know, they're, they race and then they videotape their grandkids. Yeah. I was just thinking about, uh, I was following Haley Chura's oh, yeah. uh, the Dopey Challenge dopey. at yeah. Disney yeah, World. That was... And like four days. And I and followed it. There was because I wanted to see her costumes and yeah, yeah. She's I think she's probably like, what the fuck? This is getting me more media attention. Than, like, <laughs> Winning an Iron Man, uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> but that's fine, you know. It's, but it was like fun. It was cute. It was like uh -huh. entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and it, I think it just like she was giving back in some ways too, where it's like she recognized that you know, this friend has been supporting her. So she kind of like paid it back at, on, in the off season. And how many of us do that? Like I use the off season to not do athletic things with friends. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Be like Sarah. <laughs> well, it's like, I'll sit around and, you know, eat meal with you, but I'm not going to go like fly to For Florida and do a marathon for fun with you. <laughs> like Under three hours at that yeah yeah i think there's a piece of it where people are like yeah the outfits it just seems like fun it's just a very different way to to celebrate the off season i feel like i totally didn't do that i just like she actually did it well right that was like i totally will like go and do things with friends like and like do a slow for me right like race yeah but Haley actually like won three of them and then ran a 255 that's where I would be like oh you want me to run a marathon with you in a costume like sure let's do it like 40 minutes slower than I normally yeah. run this yeah. like so yeah she kept it together all right after we're gonna take an ad break this is me throwing to commercial and when we come back Sarah is going to tell us what she's most looking forward to this year 
Chasing epic is the essence of the Orca brand. It's about seeking moments in life that make us feel truly alive and connected to the beauty of the world around us. And let's be honest, with a lot of swim, bike, and run, we get to see a lot of beauty. Orca's been a longtime partner of Feisty, and we work with them year after year because we love their products and their commitment to creating amazing wetsuits made for women. I absolutely love my Orca wetsuit. Apex is number one, but there's a range of triathlon wetsuits. You can choose between flexibility, buoyancy, or a combination of both. Really, there's a wetsuit for every triathlete and for all of your epic adventures. As a feisty listener, you can get 15% off with the code IRONWOMEN15 at orca.com. Get out there and chase some epic, friends. So Jocelyn, I know, you know, we're getting older and aging and you've been using Amino Coast Heal as part of your like post-workout recovery, right? Yeah. It seems like after I became a mom and then turned 40, my recovering abilities really tanked. So as you remember, I then tore my meniscus, had to get surgery in my knee, and now I've had this lingering ligament injury in my foot. So I've been adding a scoop of the chocolate flavored heel to like either a glass of chocolate milk or a recovery smoothie. And I love that it helps accelerate muscle repair and reduce inflammation so I can keep training and racing hard in my 40s. Yeah. And so you use the AminoCo Heal chocolate. How do you like it? How does it taste? It tastes pretty good. I mix it up with a bunch of stuff. So it's like Tastes like a chocolate shake. And all AminoCo products are 100% science-backed. It's, you know, Feisty's go-to essential amino acids. And you can get 30% off with the code writing, as in if we were writing, at AminoCo.com slash writing. You'll also get a free gift for new purchasers. That's AminoCo, A-M-I-N-O-C-O dot com slash writing. And use the code writing at checkout for 30% off and a free gift. Oh, you had the whole break to think about it, Sarah, because you missed out last week. What, I know. What are you looking forward Pressure's to? on. Okay. So funny that we finished talking about Haley. Um, I think I want to do just a straight up marathon. Oh, you are? Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I've never I've run a marathon off the bike, but I've never right. done just straight up marathon. So like th- that's kind of got me excited. Like mix it into you- like the swim bike run stuff. You know, at some point. Did you like decide which one? Did you like? No, I haven't gotten that far. And are you going to dress up and have glitter? (laughs) Um, Maybe I'll have like. We can bring you down to Atlanta and get you some eyelashes. Yes. yes. Is there there an Atlanta marathon? There's got to be. Probably. Yeah. It's probably like. Yes, there is. Publix. Publix Atlanta. Publix. Hot um, human. Okay. Well, no, it's in February. Oh, it's in February. There you go. That might be a little tight. Okay. It's like next month. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll Google it and get the date for you. Okay. All right. So if maybe maybe like March, April would be more realistic because I haven't done any long runs over like an hour forty yet. So sure. Yeah. This makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So I'm putting that out to all the people. All right. So that's like your personal goal because we did talk about goals last week. What are you? I was actually. I was totally actually asking like what you're looking forward to like in triathlon and like other people, but wait, no, you know I don't what? care you about other people. About I care about yeah. me. <laughs> I don't no. care about her um, life. <laughs> but you asked what I'm looking forward to. Right. And I'm right. looking forward to that. But we did talk about this 
before we took a Christmas break and New Year break, and I'm looking forward to the Olympics. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm looking forward to our reunion at Lake Placid. <laughs> I know right. I mentioned that. So, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to, triathlon wise. Okay. Yeah. Have you done, well, you know, if you have your personal goal of a marathon, obviously we've established you have not started marathon training, but has everyone started training for their various goals? Are we all like sort of? Oh, I'm doing an FTP test on Friday. Whoa. You're doing like real training. Well, Sarah, so last week, one of my goals is to like learn to train with power and raise my FTP by 50 watts without really knowing so I measured it at like last summer, I did a test. I wasn't like super in shape yet. And it was like 200. Yeah, so good. I'm like, okay, let's see if I can hit 250. I've never really trained with power before. So I'm going to go for it. Not, I'm not like, you can do it, Jocelyn. I'm not oh. being discouraging, but okay. that's like a lot. <laughs> Is it though? <laughs> yeah, it's like a lot. Yeah. Like increasing your FTP by 25% <laughs> is like, a lot yeah yeah <laughs> okay i went up five <laughs> watts and i just i felt like i had won right the okay lotto. well so <laughs> so 200 is my starting number we'll see how i do on friday yeah i was like two percent is usually considered like a big deal oh all oh, I, I don't know, know. <laughs> if it's higher than 200 then there you go that's awesome and if it's not it's not this is what but it like, is yeah i i feel like you you seem confident that it's higher, and I I feel confident for you. Yeah, I don't know if it's fifty watts higher. That's all. Twelve <laughs> months though. Yeah. Have you been training or not training? Um, I've been like biking super easy. So it's this is like my benchmark test. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that the whole point of like this whole testing, right? Definitely. So don't yeah. like soft pedal a hundred watts and then oh no, no. <laughs> I had that happen one year. Like, I totally had that happen where like my FTP, I don't, it's not that I sandbagged it. It's just that like, I don't think I like, they like understood that I like, I look like I'm going to die well before I'm going to die. Right. And so they, so then my FTP was way lower than it actually is in real life. And then I like all year was training off it. And I like did not get any, this is like a long time ago. And it was like, well, that wasn't right. Like at all. <laughs> like, so don't do that. Well, I've been classified as a sprinter in, cause this is Wahoo has like their own four-dimensional threshold testing so it's like the five second power the one minute power and so my five second I think I can do like 700 watts so that it's always saying like you're a sprinter which means I need to work on my longer hmm. distance threshold stuff Interesting. so I think I'm just out of shape I just do better outside than inside <laughs> yeah. sitting there for 20 minutes I'm like can I get a drink Oh, I want to change the channel. What is this? Yeah. I don't like this video. <laughs> outside or like inside, you also have the like heat, which increases your perception of like how hard you're going and perception of how right. hard you're going totally screws up your like actual how hard you're going. Okay. Does that make sense? So like, anyway, but one time you guys, I also don't think this is a good testing method. Way back in the day, I also had this like coach who I wasn't with for very long, who wanted to do an outdoor, like an outside FTP test per Khadija's point. But we were supposed to like ride on this road that's like, and he was like, go out, like go out to this point, turn around, come back. And it was only going to be like 20 or 30 minutes. And he was like, but go at a pace that you think you could hold for an hour. And I was like, that's not how an FTP test works. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, that's just called, that's pacing. That's not testing. 
Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was weird. Has anyone, I was like, I've never heard that as like a testing technique before. Yeah, no. I've no. always been no. told five minutes, spin down, then 20 minutes as hard as you can. Right. Because then you can like extrapolate or whatever. I like how we're all just like, no, yeah, yeah. that coach was wrong. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> You guys, I also, so I'm in Boston and this is just random now, but I went to this CrossFit class today just to like drop in because I like can't run every goddamn day, right? And they were so worried about, like, they were like, I mean, have you been fit? Like, how, what is your physical fitness level? Like, it's okay if it's not a lot. Like, how much do you do? And I was like, I think, I think I'll be okay. And they were like, well, I don't, they were like, and I was like, I really, like, I think I'll be, like, I'm not it's... trying to be a bitch, but like, I think I'll be fine. <laughs> like, How was it? It was fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, is it because the do you not look? I'm doing air quotes. Do you not look like a typical CrossFit athlete? Is that why they were worried? This time of year, they probably get a lot of people dropping in who like have never done it before. So okay. they're probably just like super. But I've never uh, had that yeah. happen to that degree before. I was like, they were like really good. Like even as they were like explaining the workout and I like knew and I was like nodding, like I understood. They kept being like, like coming over to me and being like, are you going to be okay? And I was like, I will probably not like, I will probably finish first. Like, I don't know how to tell you that. You've done CrossFit a while now. Well, I do it on and off. I'm like, we do it with old Sarah. Yeah. I'm like the only person in the world okay. who dabbles in CrossFit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't drink funny. the Kool-Aid yet. No, I just go like once a week for like so many months. And then I like decided to start training for running or triathlon again. And then I stopped going for like a year. Yeah. She samples the Kool-Aid. I sample, yeah. So it's like I had to do a, I think it was like a heart rate stress test for a physical. And she's like, it's going to get tough. So when you want to stop walking, let me know. And she kept hitting the thing up fast. She's like, do you actually, you must exercise on her. Yeah. You're going to have to. Yeah. More. Just keep hitting the button. I'll, tired. I'll tell you when I'm tired. <laughs> if you don't want to be here a long time, you're going to have to go fast. They're hard to do to a level that actually gets you if you're like, yeah, if you like, if you're pretty fit. fit. Yeah. yeah. Like, because the it increases the incline and the speed. And so it's like, it's like a fucking, like I'm climbing a wall, but and you're like, well, this is impossible. Now this is like actually working something different. <laughs> it's working yes. my butt. Right. Yeah, like, it's not my happening? heart, it's my butt. <laughs> yeah. My ankles are jacked up now because yeah. you can't. So. Yeah. But I have it on the East Coast for like a week now. And besides the fact that like, I didn't bring a bike, right? So like, and I get, I can't like I don't know I get like I can't run everywhere it's also it's been cold and it snowed in Boston and then it did that stupid thing where it snows and then it warms up enough that it melts and then it refreezes overnight so then you're like Ooh. running on ice and I don't understand how to like I, don't I mean I understand how you guys do it like I did it it was fine but it's stupid and I want to know how you stay like motivated the weather's wild. Yesterday we had bad storms and the power went out. So I'm really glad we didn't record yesterday because we had no power from like 5 p.m. until like 3 a.m. And we ordered pizza because I was about to cook dinner. <laughs> and luckily the power didn't go out at the Domino's. <laughs> you you know they have a backup generator because yeah. they're gonna be the only ones going well i would i if i were a restaurant i totally would yeah like, make sure hospitals fire stations dominoes yeah these are yeah. like emergencies yeah yeah that delivery driver got a double tip <laughs> they had tornadoes here which i was surprised because it's oh, kind of right. cold Ooh. here but they had it warmed up just enough to spin off some tornadoes yeah. It's terrible. 
I'm like, this is stupid. Oh, because you're not used to indoor training. I don't do indoor. Oh, I mean, I do like I have and I like have historically and whatever, but I am not at a point in my life or career where I will inflict that on myself. Right. Like I was at Endurance Exchange and somebody was like trying to sell me on like some new tra indoor training. Right. And I was like, oh, I just don't ride the trainer. And they were like, well, what do you do? And I was like, I bike outside when it's not. <laughs> you're raining. like, I live in Northern California. Yeah. When it rains. Like gorgeous I, year round. <laughs> well, no, like it pours rain. Right. But then like, I just don't bike on those days. Like that's where I'm at in my like life right it's a like, swim day <laughs> yeah like I've gotten hypothermia enough times I just don't bike on those days it's not worth it to me to like sit indoors so yeah so but I did go on like a 10 mile snowy run around the Harvard Arboretum I ran hill repeats in the snow and I felt very Boston guys so you 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 got motivated well, no, I did it. I'm not saying I didn't do it. I'm just oh. saying, how do you guys like, but I'm also like, I want to do this for like a week and then I'm going home. So. You get used to it. <laughs> like, you have no it. choice. So you yeah. just suck it up and deal. I don't know. Because I have, well, I have a small child and, and in the winter, I just turn winter into indoor training time. And in March, I'm going to start riding outside again. But even on the weekdays, I'm not riding outside. I'm riding inside. But that's sure, just for like, work. Yeah, I did a lot for work yeah. like when I had to for work too. Yeah, for sure. I prefer doing some things indoors though, like interval training. It's I always do that indoors. I hate running indoors. I can't, I don't have the patience to run indoors. I only do that if I absolutely have to. Yeah, today today we had kind of I'm guessing what you had in Boston. Yeah. Kelly like where it just like sloppy icy and that's that's a treadmill day because you know running in like 37 degree like melty water slushy like where your feet are soaking wet and just icy underneath just not worth it yeah, it's like the cold is fine. I don't like the cold is fine. I'm used to that. That's fine. The wet, it's really the ice. Like, yes. I don't need to fucking yeah. like tear a fucking yes. hamstring like four days into training. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know, like, no. No. Yeah, I've slipped on ice and it yeah. felt like the cartoon where you slide on a banana peel and I went like womp on my butt. And I was mostly okay other than a bruised butt, but could have been bad. Yeah. I was like, well, we were in the Boulder ER which happened more than once. Like everyone in there has like a broken elbow or a broken wrist or a broken shoulder because they mm -hmm. fell on the ice. Yeah. It was like literally every person who came in and you were like, awesome. This is great. Don't you guys have like shoes with the spiky things on them and stuff? Yeah, but like- Yak just... tracks. I have yak tracks. Yeah. They're, they're good, not in like black ice. Oh. They're good for like kind of crusty, crusties. Yeah. yeah. And we're all like, we're all like making gestures as if this is a video. <laughs> we're like, yeah, you can't run on like the thing with the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I've been in Atlanta too long. I didn't even know what they were called. The thingies with the spikies. Thingies with the spikies <laughs> to run on the stuff. Yeah, we're doing great. People are going to ask us to sponsor them any minute. Or ask sponsor. <laughs> all right, we do have a voicemail. That's what I was about to say. We have a voicemail from Carrie sent herself a voicemail to edit this uh, about New Year's resolution. Hey, if we were writing crew, it is editor Carrie. And yes, I'm leaving you a voicemail, even though I could probably just sneak it into the episode. But I was a guest on last week's show in lieu of Sarah True. And we talked about 
resolutions and some of the New Year's resolutions we had. But I wanted to share what my husband's resolution is for the year, because I think it's actually great for all of us to think about. He has made a resolution that whenever he gets good customer service, whether it's at the car dealership or restaurant or or anywhere, he is going to leave a positive Yelp or Google review for that business, which I think is awesome because it only takes like three minutes of your time. And not only does it make you feel good, but it actually helps the business and it makes them feel good about the work that they're doing. It's so simple. It's so simple, but it can be so effective. So I just wanted to share because I thought that was a really cool New Year's resolution that we can all employ. So I think, I mean, I think it's cute to like, I mean, I, I appreciate calling up, or not calling up, but like appreciating the the people who give you good customer service. Mm-hmm. Um I will say, and this isn't like the people who do it's fault, but like the model has been created so that like they often can't help you. Like it's like it's like design like the customer service model is designed to like not help you. Does that make sense? No. No. Please explain. <laughs> okay. Like modern companies, like large scale companies have decided that it makes no sense to have actual people that you can actually call to solve your problem. Like the cost is too high, oh. right? It's much, much, much more efficient to like have that stupid robot that's always like, have you like trying to like, right, to like try and respond to your question that literally just like takes a keyword and writes back some sentence that has nothing to do with your question, but okay. it used one of the keywords in your question, right? And so you go in this like, you're like going in circles, right? And even when you eventually get an email, you like you email and you're like, hey, my iTunes, like I can't get in or whatever it is. Like, I'm, oh. I'm using Apple because I was like trying to fix something on an Apple podcast one time. And you get an email back like three days later and it doesn't answer your question. And then you email them back and you get another email back like three days later. Right. So like cust- modern customer service, the companies have largely decided that it's not worth actually solving people's problems. Because what the fuck is my choice with Apple podcast? Like, I, I was... have the choice. Okay. They have the nerve to call it the <laughs> Yeah. No, this, this is not Zen like. This is annoying. <laughs> You're talking all about like IT sort of stuff. I was thinking about the the refrigerator repairman that fixed my fridge over the summer for three hundred dollars when I was expecting we might have to replace this fridge, which is like two to three grand. And I need to leave him a review because yeah, that should. was amazing. That's right. Yeah. No, I just meant large scale companies. If you can't fix your magazine subscription, you better just call the credit card company. And like fraud that because that magazine that. is like never going to pick up your phone. So, <laughs> yep. But the point that what I'm saying is, of course, that person, if you finally get somebody, like they're not even empowered to solve your problem, right? Like it's like, so of course it's like terrible. So when somebody can actually solve your problem, it's like so nice. See, that's it's so interesting because I would never think of like leaving a review for or giving somebody kudos at a very large corporation for helping me out but I would for like a local business and now I'm rethinking like how I value people at big companies and maybe maybe I need to go out of my way to be like hey you know that that person did an awesome job helping me yeah okay okay with companies now they're trying to do more with less they give people so many responsibilities multiple responsibilities and sometimes they collide with one another and we don't realize sometimes it's difficult for them to just even be polite because they're so stressed in everything that they're trying to handle yeah and it's like whatever it's systemic it's a problem but yeah it's terrible so 
we're going to leave nice reviews for people who yeah. do a good job. Like what other guy. what other non-triathlon resolutions do we have? I was like trying to think of any. I don't I don't do them. You don't do resolutions. Okay, fine. So you don't have to call them resolutions. I was I'm going with like life goals. Things that would be good to do in your life. <laughs> oh, well, I put like save enough money in the budget for new windows this year. Good, good. That's a 2024 goal. We need to get some things at Home Depot. Good. Excellent, excellent <laughs> life goal. Yeah. Home improvement project. <laughs> our fridge is kind of busted. I don't know. You seem achievable. Yeah. But I think that's what I meant. Yeah. Okay. Life goals, like leaving nice reviews, buying a fridge. These are the same thing. Yeah. Are they? No, you did no. not achieve the goal mission here at all. <laughs> oh, so we're not talking about like go to bed earlier. Well, I was actually, right. That's what I meant. Okay. Is, like things okay. like where you're like, okay. Like for instance, I was like, oh man, I drink. We talked about this a little last week. I was like, I drank way too much over the holidays and I really just like haven't been now like. I'm not doing dry January. Like, to be clear, I had drinks to, with, to gossip at Endurance Exchange because that's the whole point to me mm -hmm. is the gossip. But I'm like really toned it down, right? That was one of my goals was like toning it down. Khadija's making a face like you can't gossip without drinks. No, Khadija, you got to get the drinks going so the person tells you the stuff. The other person. Obviously. Get yeah. the oh, drinks okay. going for the oh, yeah. other person, not you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa. can we rewind what was it? what's the, the joke like the kid who just had the dental work the joke about the kid who just had the dental work yeah dad oh, has it's... a friend named melissa but uh <laughs> she's just a friend that's what i'm supposed to tell you <laughs> right that's what they like share all the secrets that, that they're not supposed joke. to know exactly <laughs> yeah yeah this was this was i was getting nervous because before you got on khadija i was talking about my dental work today so this made me very i'm like wait wait what what's going on here um <laughs> i'm very confused kelly i can't believe you said that you got a whole bunch of gossip and you haven't shared anything well it's all secret gossip i don't tell people secrets so and it's not gossip the recording stops then we get the gossip <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's just like Obviously. information it's not knowledge until you share it i don't think that's how that works okay <laughs> <laughs> like... Tell us a little, a little right. something. So as you can see, one of my non-triathlon <laughs> resolutions was not to gossip less, as we can tell. <laughs> so you're going to gossip more? Obviously, yeah. <laughs> yes. um, I'm trying to think what other, but see, I was just saying, my point there was, yeah, like I was like, oh, I'm going to drink less. And I was like, I had to cut out caffeine too. It's been like not fun. So I've been like oh. trying to handle that. See? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That's in the like category of like you were saying, sleep more, be healthier. Well, you should be, be balanced out now. Less caffeine, less drinking. So you even keel now. I don't think that's how that works. No more. I don't think I don't think any of these things are how this works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a direct relationship. <laughs> no. Okay. Fine. Apparently none of you do resolutions or goals. Your life goals. It's fine. Just I the need windows. to eat more <laughs> snacks in the morning. Yes. Is that a goal that's a, that's or a resolution? Great goal. <laughs> yeah. I should have done that this morning. I almost bonked on a swim, man. Ah. I have been getting up early, though. I have been not been doing mm. any training after. Like, now I'm done. 
I haven't been doing training? training after 7 a.m. 7 p.m. I've been getting up in the morning. Nice. Wait, for a second there, Khadija, did you used to train after we got off this call at 9 p.m.? I used to train at night all the time. I used to train like at nine? night. Yeah, I would. Sometimes I would finish my workouts. It'd be like 10 o'clock. Oh, man. But you're kind of like a night owl. Yes, I am. Well, yeah, I mean, I've trained at night, too, but like, I mean, to a to a point, guys. No, but it's I mean, it was consistent. It wasn't like I was all over the place. That was just my consistent, my consistent schedule. And I did it because when the kids were younger, it worked out better. Uh, Right, right, right. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And like, I honestly don't like this whole thing where people are like, I have to wake up early. Like, it's somehow better. Like, I'm I'm not like, that's not like that. That's dumb, right? Like, there's no moral value in waking up early. Like, I am somebody who sleeps like 11 to 7 or 7.30 and that's fine. Like, it's fine. But yeah, people, so you do you, Khadija. I just was thrown that you were doing work at 10 p.m. No, it's not like I start training at 7 a.m. and I'm training all the way to, no, that's not how it was working. But no, it's, I mean, now that the the my youngest two are older, I do, I'm trying to do the more, I'm really not a morning person, but I am finding, uh, especially my bike, my cycling workouts, my power is increased because I haven't gone through the stress of the day. So I'm trying to stick with the the morning workouts and it's, it's going other than, like you said, I forget, I just get up, hit the pool and I'm like, I haven't even had a gel. Yeah. I, I always that. forget. So I need to make sure I, I just get that. up and go. Yeah. And it hits you, especially if you don't get food like right after if you like had to like run to work or something, Ooh. yeah, not good. Yeah, these I'm are like great goals, fast, guys. Fast, fast. <laughs> oh god, I'm slowing down. So my <laughs> swim goal was like swim two to three times right. a week. Right, and... see, that's a good goal, Sarah. There's an example yes. of a good goal. <laughs> and I also started taking my daughter to swim lessons, so I'm counting that as one of the the two to three because <laughs> I put on a swimsuit and I get in the pool. Okay. When the season progresses a little more, I won't count that. But right now it's January. It totally counts. Totally counts. Totally counts. Well, I feel I feel good about our goals, guys. I feel like we're really gonna achieve a lot this year in our placid uh I don't know, reunion's not the right word. Whatever. We're gonna have to do like something at Placid though. We're gonna have to do a like meetup. It's gonna be amazing for all the feisty fans. That would be really fun. Yeah. This is this is why this is why this is what I'm looking forward to this year. Well, oh, that in your placid. marathon, apparently. Oh yeah. Well, you shamed me into like, you know, not making it about me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's totally about you, Sarah. It's, it's totally all about you. you. Yeah, it's all no. about you. No. And then since you weren't here last week, I had to make him a random question. So you have to come back now with a random question. Uh. I would like a streaming movie or video recommendation. I had a different question, but right now I'm just going to pivot quickly. Have you watched Shrinking on Apple TV? I have. It's pretty good. Very good. good. Yeah. Anybody else? Any other? I've been watching The Brother's Son. Me too. What episode are you on? Three. Okay. I have just watched six and it's only eight episodes. So I'm like saving the last one for my FTP test on Friday. Oh, <laughs> I think you need, is it like dramatic? Cause you need something like exciting for an FTP test. 
it's oh, yeah. like it's okay. like a Taiwanese mafia hmm. comedy, and there's baking and churros. Okay. You watched the last thing you recommended. It was too real. Beef? What did you watch? Beef? Yeah, I was like, this, wait, wait, really wait, wait, wait. I, this is true. They just won a bunch out. of golden globes, too. <laughs> Time out, guys. Beef was too real for Khadijah. <laughs> Are you, like, going around getting in road rage fights with people? <laughs> Atlanta, have you? There's road rage all day, every day. You can get up at 2 a.m., the <laughs> The highway is packed and everybody's angry about something. Yeah, but like that whole movie about how she like follows him home, or not movie, show, whatever. Like, follow- Khadijah, what are you doing? <laughs> it resonated a little too hard with right. Khadijah. <laughs> she I has like, a sworn nah, mortal I'm, enemy no, in Atlanta. <laughs> All right, so then what is your recommendation, Khadijah? So don't laugh, but I think they're completely hilarious. The um, Married at First Sight series. Especially when the couples get married and then they start fighting. Oh my God. It is so funny. (laughs) Okay. I can see why beef was not up your alley. (laughs) Also, oh, did you watch the Diana Nyad movie yet? No. Yes, I did. That's on Netflix also. Very good. Okay. I should watch that. Yeah, that was really good. He has a whole jellyfish outfit. Oh, oh yes. you need to like prevent it. I thought I was picturing for a second dressed as a jellyfish, <laughs> like swimming dressed as a jellyfish. Oh, like, like, like the oh. Disneyland outfits. <laughs> right. I was like, maybe that like makes them think you're one of them. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, I mean, it took me over six hours to finish that lighthouse swim. I cannot imagine doing that right. 10 times. Sure. What I've heard about the movie is that it doesn't gloss over her very intense personality and i respect that because i think we have too many Mm -hmm. movies that are like feel good you know rah rah for athletes it's like you know what diana nyad's a complicated woman who Mm -hmm. like has kind of put some stress on the people around her oh yeah yeah (laughs) okay i have to watch that one that's on my list thank you Okay. okay well if I get an opportunity to play hooky and, you know, or during, I guess, during indoor training, watch a movie, I'll, I'll get back to everybody on the recommendations. In the meantime, thank you for listening to another week of If We Were Writing, and we'll check in with you with your resolutions. None of you people can tell me to stop My town, my crown We know what it takes to be reaching the top We're reaching the top We're reaching the top we know what it takes to be reaching the top